Hey, bitch. Welcome to This is Scary. I am your host today. And I am Chris. <laughs> Are you doing the impression of the robot from this, uh, or the computer from this movie? Mm, yep. It's actually pretty spot on. And um, today we are reviewing Edge of the Axe. It is by director Jose Ramon Larraz. And it is about an axe murderer who lives in Cali. And he's like terrorizing this little town. And these two nerds um, are trying to figure out who's killing bitches. Let me start by saying that I don't remember anything about this movie because it was so bad. <laughs> Thank God you're hosting then. Well, um, we really just jumped right into the movie. I don't know if you remember this part, but there were no opening credits. It just goes, bam, car wash. As soon as you press play. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But um, in my defense, I mean, even he admitted that this is like his worst film that he's done. So, well, I I think this I think this movie's fascinating. I don't I don't know what it, it's just. There's so many things that are wrong, and I just love it. And I, I mean, from the opening scene, they say like, the guy on the radio says something about San Antonio, and so I don't know if they were supposed to be in San Antonio, but. If you've ever been around San Antonio, it looks it looked nothing like it. Obviously, it was like California, and uh, do you remember this part where in the opening you see the guy on the motorcycle? He's your main character. His name's Gerald, and he's driving through the town. We hear this horrible music, and the music is really baffling throughout. And <laughs> he's driving through the town, and then he arrives at his place of residence which I don't know if he lives with his grandfather or his dad I don't know who this old guy is but now it's dark outside like how far is he traveling um, it's like um, it's like that one other shitty movie oh right um, yeah. Malignant <laughs> what you didn't think Malignant was good Um, do you remember? Uh, I have other thoughts on that. Oh well. So the conversations in this movie—they're how would you describe them? It's—it's it's so weird. So they were very like the editors, the director, everyone. They were just really rude and hateful because they would legitimately have conversations and then. You could see as they're talking in the middle of the conversation where they cut and edited the spot and replaced it with another clip. Mm. And it was really like choppy. It almost looked like it was like a like buffering or something or like it glitched. And um, the tone would completely change like while they're speaking. And it's just like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. And everyone was very like, they all talk like this. And they couldn't believe it. 
but there was no motion with it. It was just like getting louder. Yeah. And there, but also at the same time, it was really dramatic. Yeah. Like everything like going on around them was dramatic and the actors were very like just cold. Mm-hmm. It was strange. Well, there, and then there was that, those random conversations like with Gerald and like I said, his grandfather or his dad, I don't know what this relation was, but he's, this old guy's wearing a shirt and he goes, Hey, do you like my shirt? And he goes, no, he says something like, not really. And he goes, Oh, you got it for me. And he's, and then he leans in and says, I could get a discount. And then the Gerald walks away and the old guy just has a mean face. And then he just starts smiling. And then we next scene, (laughs) it's just stuff like that. (laughs) Bizarre. And the you know visually speaking, it didn't look like for that time period like a low budget movie, mm-hmm. but everything was executed like a low budget yeah. movie. And I I can't even say that really because there's some good low budget movies out there, but like I don't know the the just they had money and they used it in a really weird way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't. It certainly looked like an an eighties horror slasher. Um, that much can be said. I I want to go just back to the dialogue because I wrote down. I actually took time to write all of the dialogue out from when Gerald meets Lillian for the first time at a restaurant or bar, and I wrote out part of this dialogue that part of this conversation they have. So she walks in. He's playing a video game. And she has this look on her face like, wow, like, I'm in love. Which, that's (laughs) not realistic for any female to act that way if any guy's playing a video game. But he starts mentioning to her details of the video game's program. She says, are you from around here? He says, where do you think I'm from, the lake? She says, no, you aren't the type. He says, what type is that? She says, you're not a sea monster. He says, I didn't know monsters had types. And non-sarcastically, she just changes her tone. Like, and she seriously says, do you think it's easy being a monster? And he says, he says I don't know. And then they start talking about their careers. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this scene. In his defense, I think that's a, a, a very fair response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. I watched this scene half a dozen <laughs> times yesterday because my mouth gaping open. Cause I was just like, what? Am I, <laughs> like, am I going crazy? Uh-oh. There is one part that I do remember that left an impression, and that was that part where they were on the swing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like, what was it? They were just like yelling at her like, stop. Yeah, and she just like more aggressively pushes the yeah. swing. <laughs> and they're both their outfits—they are matching, but they look like the top of like a picnic table in like the fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this scene when they're at uh, Lillian and Gerald are at his place, and she's asking, she's typing in questions for the computer, and she starts, you know, tee hee hee, and he's like, "What are you, what are you asking it?" And then they kiss, and she said, "I asked if you were gay." And then loud, oh, yeah. like loud, like porn music is playing in the background. And then they all just like tee <laughs> together. And then the scene changes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> endless with the, these conversations. There's times where the actors mess up their lines and they just keep going. 
There's no take two. Um, there's one time where there's a body on a stretcher, and for some reason the two um, the two healthcare professionals professionals are like taking the stretcher, and it's all the way down. It's not like risen up like you would have it. And they just are bending over, wheeling this thing over to an ambulance. And it's just like this quick scene, but it's just such randomness. But I don't know. Yeah. I just find it fascinating. Yeah. And not to mention, like, this this genre of slasher is very, like, garden variety. And they it feels like they really didn't do anything to try to like to try to distinguish itself from other movies mm-hmm. it was very very run of the mill and I'd say like within that entire movie there's maybe like 15 minutes of stuff where you're just like it grabs your attention but not in the right, right. way well like the <laughs> scene with the prostitute when he kills her with an axe they shot that with good cuts yeah. really well like every time they mm-hmm. cut back she'd be more bloodied and I think she might have had, it looked like she had like some sort of sponge on her back because he hit her in the back one time and it, there was like fake blood that splattered on her back. So that was, that held my attention. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, I mean, I'm sure this held your attention when that, that lady was running away from him and for some reason ran the woods and she tripped over nothing twice in like the span of five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yep. that's one of the base, best chase scenes I've ever seen. Um, I highly recommend this for Ooh, anyone. No, I couldn't. Kids, grandparents, okay. whoever, priest. That's rude. What have you? Everyone. There's priests in this. Remember? No, it's rude that you're recommending this to people. Why? It's really inter- It's a fascinating like experiment. But it's not an experiment. It is with your mind. Like you have to ask yourself multiple times. Like, am I crazy? Or is this is what's going on? <laughs> Do you remember the ending? I'd I'd be more. No. She, well, he was shot by the cops, and then after he shot the sheriff, while he's holding Lillian, says, "All right, stop." <laughs> after he shot, and he's oh. like dead. Obviously, he's like, "Okay, you can stop <laughs> shooting now." <laughs> and yeah, don't waste, don't waste the taxpayers taxpayers yeah, exactly. dollars. Oh, uh, and then she like looks at the camera and gives a smile, and then we start hearing that odd music again. By it sounded like Reba McIntyre or something. <laughs> so she was the killer. Yeah. Yeah. Still not as bad as um, School Spirit. School Spirit's one of the worst is, films yeah. ever. Film one of the worst moving of images in the form of storytelling I've ever seen. Yeah, the actress that played Lillian, I thought, actually did well in this. Is that the crazy yeah. girl, Christina Marie Lane? She was only in two things on IMDb listed, but I thought she did well with what she was given. But yeah, highly recommend. Everyone should watch it. God, I'd rather. I would recommend that uh, that slasher that we watched. The oh, bloody one! Bleed. It's called. Are we gonna oh, do yeah. that next? I would. I would recommend bleed over this. You should do bleed. I wouldn't mind 
doing that one. We would be talking it for was, half an hour with that one. That was a that was a fun bad movie. Yeah, but and this one's even like more this fun. This one was boring. Just, it's, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not like we're laughing the whole time, but it's like you're. It's I don't know how to explain it. Like it's kind of like you're one of those rich people. I feel like one of those rich people, in um, that that uh, gore fest movie we watched. What was that one with the torture people? Oh. Um, hostile. hostile. I felt like one of those rich people that's watching this. I'm like, hmm, like analyzing, you know? Yeah. Well, if you are a masochist, <laughs> please proceed and listen. Take his advice. Um, if you, if you enjoy fun, don't watch this. <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> if you enjoy learning about yourself, no, about no others. Here. <laughs> it don't, it's your life will be changed for the better. <laughs> no learning. If you want here. to change your life for the better, like Doctor Phil always says, you need to start working oh on yourself, God. and you should start that with Edge of the Axe. Don't talk to your kids. Don't talk to your family or friends. Watch Edge of the Axe first. Highly recommend. You will learn a lot about yourself. Thank me later. I do not endorse this. All right. Well, I give it a D, a, a D minus. Okay. Only because I could remember things about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't remember, it would be D plus. Yeah, if I didn't remember anything, then no, then I would have probably given it an F. But I guess a D minus because I remember two scenes. Uh, I give it a solid D plus. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, highly recommend. All right. Okay, well, that was that was that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm Chris. Watch this. You don't do it. Mm. Bye, bitch. Bye, uh. <laughs>